the Dodgers need to win. The Lakers need to get healthy. I feel like these two things are coming together at a rate that uh, I, I don't like. I don't like that you put that in my ear, Al. This is this is making too me similar. very uncomfortable. Very too, it, way too similar. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't like that at all. Um, you see where Jeff Bezos went to space and came back today? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was actually kind of the top news everywhere. You couldn't really... There's nowhere you could have gone. Even when I was doing my research on uh, just doing the show for this morning, I'm like, oh, okay, I got it. Bezos is back. I got it. <laughs> What's up with that rocket? <laughs> just, it's just. I mean, it seems different than the other rockets. I just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a NASA engineer. I don't know exactly what's going on there, but it looks different. Let's just put it like that. And then, secondarily, not a coincidence that today is also the anniversary of Neil Armstrong walking on the moon, the first That's man right. to, to, you know, you know, one giant step for mankind, and, and Neil Armstrong was the guy. Um, you know that there are still people out there that think that was faked, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, there's, um, there's a lot of evidence. I, I'm, I'm Actually, this is why I wanted to go through this. Um, I am one of those. No, I'm not one of those. I, I believe everything way too – like, I, I trust everybody. I believe everything. <laughs> Until somebody gives me a reason like, hey, here's enough reasoning to not trust me. But I'm, I'm not one of those – that the flat is, or that the Earth is not flat, uh-huh. uh, Kyrie, or that's the, a Kyrie, that's a Kyrie, that's a Kyrie special. Yeah. And then, you, by the way, he's not the only one. I think there's actually a fair amount of people that but, agree but, with him. Believe but see, it or here's not. Here's the problem: um, uh-huh. people have flown ships around and taken boats around and didn't fall off the side. So that one's kind of easy to that one's kind of easy to disprove. The Earth is flat. Turn it no. back around, guys. Turn back around. I don't. <laughs> no, uh, not we sure went, what's happening over there. We went all the way around. Like we started going left and we came all the way back to where we started. So there, that means it's round. <laughs> that's pretty. That's an easy one to to disprove. Do are are there any in particular that like you said you'll believe in like I'm not a conspiracy theorist generally speaking I don't yep. buy many of them and I certainly don't buy that the the moon landing was faked or anything like that but here's here's one that I am willing to listen to okay. and I don't know exactly the one that falls into but you're going to have a very hard time convincing me that Michael Jordan decided he wanted to ride the buses in the minor leagues for no reason Really, <laughs> that, that's that's a tough one for me. I, I just I mean, you, you tell me you're you're the greatest ever to do something. You are uh-huh. at the peak of your powers. And you're like, eh, I'll just go play baseball. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was emotional. Maybe it was his father's death. Maybe there was a whole bunch. Maybe he, you know, fame had become oh, I believe too much. That one. But no, I believe that one. I believe, believe that what? he got. I believe that he got bored. Wanted a different challenge. Wanted to try something different. I really do. I actually believe that one. Did you see Michael the documentary? Getting How good was the, the 30 for 30? How good was good. that 30 for 30? It was good. But Michael Jordan seems to get out of bed in the morning so he can go smash people. He doesn't strike me as the guy that's going to get bored by, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to okay, go what would break be the every NBA player's heart again. What would be the reasoning to Well, there's all sorts of stuff game. out there. I don't know. I don't want to put any, anything on it because I don't know. I'm just saying that that's the, you find those it are the hard ones. To believe. The, yeah. the, anytime somebody th- – proffers an alternate theory as to why Michael Jordan was away from the NBA for a period. I'm all ears. I'm listening to that. I don't know, but I'm willing to consider the possibilities. Where are you on um, Area 51 and UFOs and life outside of planet Earth? Where are you on that? We have proof. We have Navy videos. We have naval fighter pods going, yeah, I don't know what that is. 
That that thing disappeared into the ocean and came up on the other side of the ocean eight seconds later. Well, I don't I know what that, that is. I hate that proof. Like I, I need <laughs> I need more evidence. That's like I hate those that the uh, here's a dot on this radar and look what that dot just did. Right. And uh, by the way, I'm I I believe it. Like I don't know if you know. Do you know Bob Lazar? Do you know who that is? Yeah, I think they had a Netflix special with Bob Lazar, right? Netflix special. Yeah. Um, also. Joe Rogan had him on maybe about a year ago, something like that, and he's uh-huh. telling his stories about Area 51, working in that yeah. area. Uh-huh. I believe that stuff. Like I, I Which I part? Lis- that there are aliens? That we've captured them? That they've crash-landed here? Which part? I believe that he was working in Area 51, that there was an alien craft that he ran into that they were working on. Like I, The government tried to hide it and all that. I believe that stuff. Like I'll buy I, that. I, f- I feel like that could be... I feel like that could be true. I feel like that could be real. And then I also just kind of look at the common sense of it. It's like, how can we be the only ones? Like, right? Like, in the universe, how are we the only ones? Like, how is that possible? How is that? How none of these other planets, stars, whatever the case, how has nothing else been created? Maybe Michael Jordan knows too much and he saw E.T. and they had to put him in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama for a season playing minor league baseball. Travis Lee's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. I want to hear your favorite conspiracy theories. The one, not, not, not the wildest ones, not the ones like Bigfoot's living in your basement, the ones that you genuinely believe to be true, because I, we've all got a couple. We've all got a couple that are there. Emily, do you have well, any? I, uh, I, have, I, I have, just real quick, I have a list here of religion and politics that I want to go through as well. Do you have some time <laughs> yeah, for that? Good, good idea. You should do those on your <laughs> Laker uh, YouTube channel. Hey, real, real quick, before we get to Sedale 3 in the 1997 season, <laughs> let me give you my thoughts on politics and religion. I think you should do that on that It's show. a very warm topic. Nobody gets upset about it. Well, no, it's, everybody's it's very to easy to, to walk through it. Opinion. I, I just, I, I'm really super excited to hear other people's opinion on those topics. It's always good. Emily. Uh, so I have one, and have, you, have either of you guys flown in or out of the Denver airport? Yeah, sure. Yes. Couple, yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah. Okay, so the Denver airport has a vast wave of conspiracy theories around it. So first, there's a Go horse on. outside of the um, airport, and it's blue, and they call it Blucifer because it has eyes that light up red at night, as well as the person who constructed it. He died in the making of Blucifer. So there's one that the Blucifer is cursed. Two, there are a bunch of underground, no one knows what it's for, tunnels Underneath the airport, the airport also took three times as much money to make than what was anticipated. And so, and then also, there's a bunch of murals around the airport with kind of apocalyptic imagery around it. So, people say that the Denver airport is the the bunker or the possible location for the rich during the apocalypse. Do you guys believe that? This is this is good. Let me tell you why this is good, Trav. Because now I find myself going on and looking up Denver. Uh, airport Denver airport conspiracy theories and plenty of articles are coming up so this Emily is fantastic I appreciate you uh kind of I had no idea about this did you know any of this Trev no I'd never heard of it until Emily just mentioned it but I fully believe it I think it's true and I would like to if any of you that have the secret pass to get in during the apocalypse I'd like to be your plus one I'd I'd like to plus Denver allows you as do most states now 
to take part in certain activities. So yes. if you go to the Denver airport and you're on any of these uh, certain uh, – if you're a part of any of these activities and then read into it more, I'm sure it becomes even that much more interesting. They play into it themselves too. They have like gargoyles around. They have other things. They, they try to play in it and try to lead us off the scent, but we know what's happening. I, I love that. I love that. That, that might be the top of my list. That the, by the way, why would we want to live in an airport? Why? I mean, if we're going to build a secret lair for the, the the uber wealthy, see, this is what maybe Richard Branson and Elon Musk and Bezos are doing, flying to outer space. Maybe they're constructing their lair on the other side, the dark side of the moon, or something. But why maybe wouldn't it be? An, why wouldn't it to. be an airport? Because then everyone can get there. That's the thing. It's also centrally located in yeah, Denver. Trev, you got to like, be more open minded about this. This is such BS that you don't see it, that you don't understand it. Why? But now I don't want to live underground. I I, I need I need more detail. I like the idea of there being a secret lair. I just don't. Wouldn't we want to have it be in like New Orleans or Chicago or something? Area 51. More fun. Area Area 51. That's a perfect location. (laughs) We're in the middle of the desert. All right. Um, Why are we not giving Giannis credit for this? You ready? Wait. Before you go any further. Yeah. Do you know who's refing tonight's game? Um, Tim Donaghy. Very close. (laughs) Very close. Uh, Scott Foster. We'll be handling <laughs> Is he really? game six of the NBA Finals, and we know how that goes. Uh, this thing is over because Chris Paul, didn't he say he's 0 for 11 or something like that? When something Scott like Foster 0 for 13. Rep- yeah. 0 for 13 now. Okay, so it was 0 for 11. Um, I think now actually, yeah. So I- he said, if I was a betting man 11 <laughs> games in a row, 11 games in a row, Chris Paul was saying this after one of the games that Scott, F- Scott Foster ref. So – if there's one storyline tonight, I don't care what happens. I don't care about Giannis, Chris Paul, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker. What is Scott Foster going to do tonight? That's there's so a conspiracy good. theory. <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like much of a conspiracy. It's right out there in the open. I mean, look, Chris Paul did something really smart. Chris Paul, by putting that out there, it puts Scott – was it Scott Foster? Is that his name? I keep wanting to say yeah, Scott, Scott Brooks. Foster. That's the coach. Yeah. Scott Brooks. Um Scott Brooks, Scott Foster. See, I'm doing it to myself. Scott Foster now has to call it straight up, right? And if and if anything, if anything, got to even lean give, a little towards Phoenix. Exactly right. <laughs> He's got to give Paul the extra benefit of the doubt because if there's any of those fifty fifty calls that go against Paul, he's going to look like see there it is again. So Chris Paul did a good job of kind of preemptively striking so uh, Scott Foster can't come in and do work against the Suns again. Well, Scott Foster, uh, believe it or not, did not have an influence on Chris Paul's bad game for his other up 2-0 series in his past history. Uh, his turnover, bad turnover in game four late in the game. So I have a feeling here that if they lose tonight, it will not be on Scott Foster's back. But that's what uh, I, I find that part interesting when you look at tonight's matchup. One of the sco- stories, if you type in Suns versus Bucks tonight, a lot of the stories is, hey, Scott Foster is going to be refereeing this game. The, the people who would care about Scott Foster list Chris Paul and the people in Phoenix. Outside of that, nobody was really giving this much credence at all. All right, Giannis has done it differently than just about everybody else that's won an NBA championship recently. We'll get into it next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, we're getting some um, – Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, 
marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Some entrance into our favorite conspiracy theories here. Let me let me read you a couple of these. Okay. Um, let, let's start with John in Huntington Beach. He says, my favorite conspiracy is that the NBA jobbed the 2002 Kings against the Lakers in the playoffs, mainly because I benefited as the biggest Lakers fan out there. Here's, here's why those conspiracy theories don't work for me specifically, Slee. Those involve people going to jail if they get caught. You know what I mean? That, that if you rig – go ask Tim Donaghy, right? He was doing that, and he went to jail. You can't rig sporting events. It's against the law. So if you do that, you go to jail. Whereas if you suspend somebody, that's not breaking any laws. We can say, you know, we sent him over there because he likes to be over there as opposed to we couldn't have him over here. It's not breaking any laws. That's just telling a lie. That's different. Well, I, I do think it could be done without being able to prove it. Right, like I think there's certain things that can be done where um, it's not blatant, blatant, but you can you can lean things one way or the other, right? And that's kind of sometimes a combination conversation in sports. What was it with uh, with Patrick Ewing? Wasn't it the frozen envelope? Frozen envelope, yeah. Okay, that, that that sounds like a conspiracy theory to me. But there are certain things that can happen in sports for the benefit of the business side of things hey if this happened we would be much better off from a financial perspective that maybe we can lean things towards that way without ever being caught here's one from drew in la by the way got to hang out with drew a little bit at the lafc game i believe in the conspiracy theory that mattress stores all carry different models so that customers can never compare prices of that specific model to another store. That's an oddly specific conspiracy theory that that Mattress Cabal has gotten together and say, you carry the XP9, I'll only carry the XP10. That way no one can ever compare our prices. The mattress conspiracy is trending all over Twitter right now, all over Twitter. (laughs) One more. I don't know this. Do you guys know this theory that Paul McCartney is really dead? That's from Joseph the Merciful. Are you, Slee, do you know that one? No. No, I don't. Emily? Do you know the Paul McCartney one? I do know the Paul McCartney one. That one I definitely believe in. What is it? So it's the idea that Paul McCartney died um, before Abbey Road, and then they they felt bad about it, so they started making hints in all their songs, as well as hints in their... uh, Sorry, what was the album? Uh, Sgt. Pepper's. Sgt. Pepper's album cover is all a funeral for Paul McCartney. Why? But he's alive. He's like, makes music They replaced him alive. with a lookalike because they did have a secret yeah, lookalike contest in, for him. So one. it's like the movie Dave with with Kevin Klein, where he assumes the presidency because he looked like the other guy. I like it. Do you know another one that gets a lot of uh, a lot of run too? The the well, just speaking of music musicians, Tupac, right? There's always conspiracy yeah, oh, yeah. theories on Tupac. Yeah, no, I've I've heard those. I, look, I'll I'll buy these. I like that. I like that Paul McCartney's been dead for 50 years, and we're all just kind of going with a, a, a lookalike. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. One quick phone call before we talk about Giannis and doing something that we haven't seen in a while. Let's go to Torrance. And Dave, Dave, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Dave? Morning, gentlemen. Morning. What's going on, Dave? So here's the thing. Here's why Michael Jordan was gone for that little bit. He was suspended by the NBA for gambling. 
No, I've heard that. I, I, I know, but I, I don't know if that's why. I just don't know if I buy. I've heard the gambling thing. I've heard the dad thing. I've heard, I've heard all of the stuff, and it, I just don't buy that he left because he wanted to be a baseball player. I don't know why he left. I just don't know, think that deciding to be a bad double-A outfielder was the, the thing of his dreams. I'm jumping into the uh, theory of that's why he did it, for the love of the game. He wanted to play some baseball, and I'm good with that story. Enjoy the 30 for 30, and I'm not going to let anybody ruin that for it's me. That's what Space Jam was about, too. Ah, Space Jam. Yeah, we'll get to that later, maybe. Maybe I feel like I'm kind of over Space Jam just generally. You know what's you know, you know kind of funny? I heard Sedano saying this yesterday. He's talking about how... So many people are adults are kind of coming out and they're reviewing the movie and or there's people upset about the movie. He's like, this is for kids. He watched it with his daughter and he kind of put things in perspective for me. He's like, my daughter liked it. That's all that mattered. Like it was, it's a kids movie. Why are so many adults getting upset about this thing? I'm like, ah, that's not a bad perspective there. It's not a bad perspective, but we can make kids movies that are good for adults. That's the whole Pixar formula. Oh They're, man, you, you can. Those are amazing. All, all those movies are, are fantastic, yeah. you know, from the Toy Stories of the World. Whatever case, I'm like, I want to watch this too. I, I have three children, and I don't know if a single one of my kids could tell you who Daffy Duck is. <laughs> you know, like, I don't understand. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a conversation. That's another, another conversation. Time. Giannis is doing something that we haven't seen. Remember the conversation about Giannis kind of being on his own, that mm-hmm. LeBron reached out to Giannis a few years ago and said, hey, why don't you come work out with us? You know, we'll work on our games. We'll work out, all these things. And Giannis basically said, and I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, no, I'm good, man. I'm trying to find a way to beat you. I'm trying to find a way to get what you have, and me becoming buddies with you doesn't help me do that. That I don't want to be in Space Jam. I don't want to work out with you. I don't want to run in the summer with you. I'm going to go do my own thing. Because, look, we've seen the Lakers put together a super team with AD and LeBron. We've seen what happened in Brooklyn. We saw that the Clippers went out and got Kawhi and Paul George. We saw what the Warriors did when they added Kevin Durant to their team. We saw when Miami with Bosh and Wade and LeBron, that these things kind of come together whether it's through the, the direction of the team or whether it's through the direction of the players, Giannis is kind of throwing this thing back. Middleton, draft pick. Him, a draft pick. A, a trade for a player in Holiday that is not a mega, mega, mega star. He's a good player, but he's not one of those names that, oh, my gosh, he, Holiday moved. It's not that at all. And they're a game away from winning an NBA championship. I think he deserves a ton of credit for that. Well, listen, we spent a lot of time you know, discrediting what Giannis has done. And we spent a lot of time talking about how, well, they can't make any noise in the playoffs. So we better give him credit also if they end up winning one more game of these next two and he wins the NBA Finals. But I I, I hesitate on this one because I, I think our definition of super team is different. And I think what the – look, ultimately the the reason why the Bucks will – if they end up winning an NBA championship, why is it, Trav? Why will they have won a championship? What will be the circumstances well, for them to win twofold. a championship? Number one, we, the injury situation that decimated the NBA is part A. But part B is they have the best player that's left, and they have another one of the three best players that's left in Middleton, something like that. So part A is the one that stands out the most. Yeah. They played Brooklyn in the playoffs. Brooklyn didn't have their guys. If – Lakers, for example, had Anthony Davis and Jamal Murray was playing and Kawhi Leonard was playing. Are the Suns in the NBA Finals? Probably not. But, by the way, this is part of sports. You know, Kawhi has two Finals MVPs. Um, The second Finals MVP that he got was with the Toronto Raptors because Kevin Durant wasn't available. Klay Thompson got injured. This is part of the NBA. I'm going to give Giannis credit because you won or you're about to win. Let's say they end up winning this thing. But how they put that team together, 
I think anybody would love a super team. There's no team out there that doesn't want to stack up their roster as much as they possibly can. But I think our definitions of a super team is different. You said something there that kind of, you know, I stopped for a quick second. You thought Lakers last season was a super team? I think that the way it was put together was put together in a way that super teams are put together. I, 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 it's, it's not the three-headed monster that they have in Brooklyn, but... Doesn't it feel you, like? Doesn't it feel like it has to be a three head? Like I almost feel like when I hear super team, it's got to be three I, guys. No, I don't agree with that. I, I think that the reason I would put the Lakers in that category is when you basically say you can have our entire team and every draft pick we're ever going to have for your one guy, <laughs> then you are putting together a super team. That that is a trade that you go out and do to put together with another superstar that you went out and got as a free agent. That to me is a super team, whether it's two guys, three guys, or four guys, or whatever. The, the, what's not a super team, for instance, let's go back to the one of the other Laker runs, right? The, the Shaq and Kobe. They mm-hmm. traded for Kobe on draft day. Nobody knew what Kobe was going to be at that point. Shaquille O'Neal was a free agent acquisition that they went out and got. That, 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 that is a more organic development. But Milwaukee is almost entirely organic. You look at the Lakers, it's not. It's something that was put together on the fly. Milwaukee put or, sorry, Brooklyn put together on the fly. Miami. The, the, a good example of a team that I think is, is was organic, was the first iteration of the of Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. Yeah. yeah. Clay, yeah. Steph, Draymond. That was a team that was built from the ground up. And that feels what this the, even and this isn't a super team, but even Kawhi going to Toronto. They went out and got their best player from someone else for short order. Let's take a shot at this and see what happens and it worked. But the Bucks aren't like that. The Bucks are a far more traditional team where they struggle in the playoffs, they struggle in the playoffs, yep. and then they finally yep. break through with their original guys. And why, Trav? Because they don't have a choice, right? The, yeah. the, no, for the sure. Lakers, I had um, Jake Fishers from Bleach Report came on yesterday, and we were actually talking about tanking and how that's kind of affected the NBA. Um, this is a perfect example. The Lakers were the worst team in the NBA for five straight years. If you add all their, you know, wins together compared to other other teams out there, I think Lakers were worse. New York was second. Was you know what eventually happened? Lakers stuff. I remember. Yeah, I, I was not signed up for that. I said, "No, I'm waiting a couple years here." But Trav, you know, you know what eventually happened after that? LeBron James still came over to play for the Lakers. What franchise can be that bad for that long? The Bucks don't have a choice. The Phoenix Suns don't have an option. Like you better grow from within. Even the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors had a very interesting combination. They grew from within. They created all-stars. They had this team mentality. They added guys like Iguodala, this, that. And then Kevin Durant just decided to come play with the Golden State Warriors. I mean, right. that, that is a, a true, true definition of a super team. I thought the Miami Heat were a super team. I thought, you know, once you kind of put three guys together that are all all-star caliber, that's my definition of a super team. But no matter what, give Giannis as much credit as possible because what Giannis obviously did was uh, was, was real. And I just uh, was love. I, I love the no man. It, it's kind of a throwback to the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson days, right? Where those guys really genuinely were not good together. They, they, until they shot that Converse commercial and they realized, oh, we're actually the exact same guy. <laughs> we go out this yeah. about the exact same way, and they realized that once Larry Bird's mother loved magic, it was kind of over for Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much I can do at this point. My mom's crazy about the guy. But then they became friends. But you, they, they were never going to get together. Larry mm-hmm. and, and, and they know they did it on the Dream Team, but that was no way. I want to take what you have, and that Giannis is looking at it the same way. I want to take what LeBron has. I want to take what Kevin Durant has. I want to take what you know Chris Paul and Devin Booker are trying to get. I'm not looking to team up with you guys. I want to kick your butts. I, I love it. It's, it's, it's refreshing. 
I want to stay on the NBA front when we come back, Trav, but I, I put up this poll on Lonzo Ball yesterday that I got uh, – I think you're going to be a little surprised by. So let, let's do that. Let's do that when we come back. All right. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee at 710 ESPN. Can I uh, start with a, uh, a quick text that I got, uh, Al? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yep, and by the way, listeners that want to text Travis, uh, feel free to text him anytime. Trav, go ahead. Uh, 310-555-1212. Go ahead and send that anytime that you want, and uh, I'll read as many as I can. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, sent a text that said, Magic Johnson and Larry Bird really weren't the same. Larry decided to end his career by asphalting his own driveway, <laughs> which is just unbelievable. Think about it. Think about if LeBron James – didn't he hurt his back that way one yes. of the off seasons? That's no, right. He, he was paving his own driveway. Think about if LeBron James came in and said, "Guys, um, I just suffered a career-altering back injury. Oh my God, what happened? Were you lifting weights? Were you training? Wait, what? No, I was out back pouring asphalt for my own driveway and destroying. We're building my a, a retaining wall and <laughs> bricks. I was putting the bricks up, dude. Larry, Larry, I get it. You're from French Lake, Indiana. You're a blue-collar guy by nature. You 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 fix things yourself. You're from yeah. that part of the country where we 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 don't have we don't hire a guy. We are the guy. We fix it ourselves. You Probably are Larry, was Larry Bird. Bird. <laughs> exactly. But it was Larry Bird. This was this was kind of the you know kind of the great allure of Larry Bird. This is who he was. He couldn't yeah he couldn't help himself. I the guy no in the off season would get on one of those uh, one of those John Deere's and go cut the grass. Like that's that's what he would do. Well, yeah, Brett Favre would cut the grass, right? But I bet Larry, I bet Boston Celtic fans were far less enamored with blue collar Larry Bird when he was laying on the wood next to the I bench know. because he couldn't sit in a chair. I bet that became a lot less fun. Just yeah. that's unbelievable but, to think. But about. let me just say this: the dude can lay asphalt down. I mean, it I, well, was pristine, that. and that's the part I think you're disrespecting in all this. He was flawless. He should redo the 405. Now that now that he's healthy, he should go out and uh, repave the Is that Larry Bird of the 10 West? <laughs> uh, on one of those boards, you know, the Caltrans boards? Uh, caution, Larry Bird in the two through four lanes between Sepulveda and Getty Center. <laughs> is Larry Bird putting down cones, closing off one of the lanes? Exercise caution, Larry Bird with a shovel in the number two lane. Just hilarious to me. All right, so you had a poll from Laker Talk last oh. night that I'm not going to like? So, you know, we had this conversation on Friday, and we were talking about there was some kind of chatter about Lonzo Ball potentially coming back to the Lakers. I think you and I both basically both have said the exact same thing. I said that I like his game. I said that, you know, I like – what he can be in the league, that I want him to be on a team that embraces him and everything else, but I don't want to see him on the Lakers. You were a little bit more blunt, didn't give a couple compliments before you said you don't want to see him on the Lakers. You just say, I don't want that again. Right. So put up this poll. Do you want to see Lonzo back with the Lakers? What percentage, over 1,000 votes, so a good sample size here, what percentage of Laker fans do you think said, yes, bring him back, or no, thank you? So I know that he is a polarizing guy with yep. Laker fans. Um, and 
you know, having been there for the Lonzo era and having known how that goes and that he has improved, I'm going to split it right down the middle. I'll say it's 50-50. So you think 50% of Laker fans want to see Lonzo back? Yeah. Okay. If Which means that's, 50% of them don't. <laughs> well, listen, if, if that was the result, if it was 50%, I would still be surprised. I would say, wow, that's higher than I thought. Like, I, I would look at this more as 65%, 70% of Laker fans would say, no, no, no. Listen, we're trying to win a championship right now. The dude hasn't even played in a playoff game. He has no experience. We kind of saw that already before. Quick there, go get some I, veterans. Just, go do this. Go do that. What? Not, not only has he not played in a playoff game, he's never been on a team that's won more games than it's lost. Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, neither is Brandon Ingram. So I'm, I'm just saying that it's not that, that I, I don't but that's think... part of the reason why you got rid of so many young players. You went exactly. out and got AD. It's part of the reason why I said, remember we did this maybe a week and a half ago, Kuzma came out and said he thinks he could be an all-star, average 25 points on the right team, right situation, all that stuff. I've been you know, a proponent of saying, Kuz, if the Lakers can go find you that opportunity, I think they should, and then they should go benefit off going to get another veteran. 70% of Laker fans said they want to see Lonzo back with the Lakers. That's 70. That 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 is too high. Because I thought when, it would when, be completely reversed. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, I'll, when the reason I said 50-50 is not because I'm split down the middle. No, like, it's, yeah, you're, it's you're taking perspective from I, Laker I'm fans. I'm trying to think about how the Laker fans would vote on this. If, if you were asking me what I think, I, I, I would have thought that, you know, yeah, there's a couple out of every 10 that are going to get it wrong and want Lonzo back, but you're telling me it's the opposite direction. Um, I, I really hope they don't do it. I, I really don't think he's the right fit for a variety of reasons, um, mostly what you said, that this the, the Lakers are about winning right now. He And I'm going to say it again because I think this is not a guy who's been a year or two in this league. He has never been on a team that's won more games than they lost. And don't get well, yeah. he's been on bad – yeah, he was on bad Laker teams, but he, but the teams in New Orleans got Brandon Ingram. Oh, Brandon Ingram's an all-star. Oh, okay. Well, he got Zion Williamson. He's the next big thing. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean I'm not saying you got to go win 65 games, but winning 42, is that asking a lot? And Apparently let, it is. Let me put that to the side. I don't fault Lonzo Ball. I don't fault Ingram. I don't fault any of these guys. Who, who, then, wait, it's just not, it, then it, it's just not the time. It? Well, Who, whose fault is it if they can't win? The the point I make, well, they're in the Western Conference. Uh, I I don't think if you're if you have that high of expectations for players in the West who are under 25 years old, I think your expectations are wrong. By the way, I could eat my own words because John Morant is proving it in Memphis uh, you, that you, you can hang. You saw so. the look on my face because I was getting ready. Uh, there's a dude just to the north of them in Memphis that seems to have figured it out. By the way, and I I don't I don't disagree with you on that, but timing is everything. LeBron James has two years left on his contract. I don't want to see any. I don't want to see any players that are under the age of 25 and have no playoff experience. Like I, I that's the last thing I want to see for the Lakers. And I'll, I'll kind of mention one other thing, Trav. Yeah. I think with the Lonzo Ball, Dennis Schroeder, you hear some of these other points. I'd rather have Dennis Schroeder run it back than bring Lonzo Ball in, a guy that has zero experience in the playoffs. I'd rather see Dennis Schroeder back than than take my chances and roll the dice with Lonzo. That's a great question. That is a great question. Uh, I. I don't know. I think I'd rather watch soccer. <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that. That is that is a really because Schroeder when at they needed you, at him least most, you got a little nowhere. bit of run with Dennis Schroeder. At least you you got a guy that's going to come back. At least you have somebody that's been there before. I think Lonzo, you 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 reset everything, start over. And Schroeder has playoff experience. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Just want to get my back real quick? Hey, you. Me? Yeah, you. Just get the middle of my back. Lower back. You can <laughs> get reach in there, it. too. You can reach it. I don't know why you need to lower back. Need, need the muscles. and Really get in there and work it. All right, I'm a little annoyed here real quick. About? So I'm like, all right, let me, let me watch this Jeff Bezos Blue Origin, you know, this whole thing, the launch to space. Mm-hmm. Bro, have you seen this? Well, I saw the news that he went up and came back. I saw the landing. I saw him crawl out of the little thing that looks like a gumdrop. But beyond that, no, not really. This doesn't count. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't count? He went to go, space. Go on YouTube and go uh-huh. watch the video. Ten minutes in, <laughs> he's almost going to hit the ground again. <laughs> So the guy went up to space. Within 10 minutes, he went up, came back down, and he could still go to a local Sprouts and just get go about the rest of his day. This doesn't count. Honey, I'm back. You need me to get anything on the way home? Why is it – why six minutes in do I see him already coming back down? I mean, Wasn't I there somebody that paid millions of dollars to be on this trip as well? Well, I think he got bounced. Something happened where he couldn't go, and they put a kid from, I want to say, the Netherlands on it. He won, like, a lottery to, to go fly with Jeff Bezos. And No, the, he didn't the, get bounced. When they gave out the details that, hey, it's going to cost you 20-plus million, and you're back in 14 minutes, he was like, I'm not doing this. It's a little bit like when you go to, like, Disneyland, right, and you wait an hour and a half to go on the Indiana Jones ride, and you're like, yeah, that was cool, but I waited an hour and a half to go on a two-minute ride. That didn't seem like a fair Listen, payback. Trav, I'm not kidding. 45 seconds in is when the YouTube video starts. That mm-hmm. It starts going up, okay? Okay. And then at 11 minutes and two seconds, it hits the ground. They're back down. You know, the parachute brought it down. This I, – I, Elon Musk is making Bezos look like just amateur hour. <laughs> the kid in the park with one of those rockets that you yes. shoot in the air. <laughs> Guy's flying a kite. Uh, I like. I mean, Neil Armstrong went in 1969 count. on this day. Went up there, got out, walked around, planted a flag, said some famous words, and took a few days to make his way back to the earth. This feels a little different, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm throwing shade on him quite like you are, Sleep. But Bezos like- says the greatest day of his life. What do you talk? It was the greatest 14 <laughs> minutes of your life. Don't say. Don't even give it credit for a full day. That's at Amazon Prime speed. This is this is the most worked up I've ever seen you about anything, and it's about Jeff Bezos's rocket not lasting long enough in space. I like this. This is good. It's amateur hour. The it, it's your like, face is It's great. like you're up. It's like you're up twenty to ten in the first quarter, and you start walking over to the bench saying, "That's it, game's <laughs> over." What do you mean? No, the game. Third, second quarter is about to start. Get get your you know what back in the game. This doesn't count. All right, so the bad news of the day, and it's it's pretty bad news. Los Angeles Rams running back Cam Akers ruptured his Achilles while working out and underwent testing to confirm the injury. That, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, and all of breaking news is powered by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change, visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons. This is 
bad news, Lee. He was their number mm-hmm. one back, comfortably their number one back, coming off a season where they really relied on him to do a whole bunch. This is this is rough news for the Rams this morning that Cam Akers is going to miss the entire season. Yeah, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier that uh, CBS did this uh, statistically that kind of tried to figure out, okay, it, how much is Cam Akers going to – is this injury going to impact them in the NFC West? Their chances of winning the NFC West goes from 30% down to about 23% or so. Um, I, You know, there's been so much chatter about the quarterback position this offseason and Matt Stafford and what he's going to do and how much more important and how much more critical his role is going to be and how much he'll be able to thrive with Jared Goff not there anymore. Man, but that's the one thing in the NFL is every piece matters. Every piece counts. Of course, you want to have a back in the backfield that is also a threat. So, uh, you know, you kind of, in a sense, you're you're not just depending just on throwing the ball. But this is obviously one of those injuries that is going to put even more pressure on Stafford to deliver. Look, I liked what you said. This basically took their odds of winning the division from one in three, roughly thirty percent, to one in four, one mm-hmm. you know, twenty three percent. So it's not. A, a body blow to the point where you can't come back from it, but what makes it go from one out of three to one out of four instead of one out of three to one out of ten is Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. That if Jared Goff were still the quarterback there, because we saw when they had to rely on him last year and it was a disaster, and that's why Cam Akers was so important to what he did when they would just keep giving it to him over and over and over again, Rams are pretty good. When they had to go to Jared Goff, not nearly as good. But now that you have a quarterback that can take on some of that extra weight, I think that puts them in a far, far better position. What do you think? Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley is a good option. Adrian Peterson is an option. There are there's Le'Veon Bell. There's ten year uh, difference almost between Gurley and. uh, There are not a ton of options there, none of them being good options. We'll talk about that a little bit more, I'm sure, over the next couple of weeks as well. Coming up next, the dump. It's Travis and Slee. By the way, if we can start traveling to Rocket to San Juan and back, I'm in. I have to make that drive every once in a while. I'd like to make it in 66 minutes. You shouldn't be telling me. You shouldn't be telling me you're going to space, and I get through the video on YouTube in 11 minutes. <laughs> that that that's, that's not how it should happen. It should be like three hours and 47 minutes that I have to go through this whole thing. That's what it should be. The things that bother you are very, very funny to me. The dumps brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. How about this? So we've been talking about uh, Peyton Manning on a sports broadcast, Monday Night Football in particular, for a long time. It's going to finally happen. Not only Peyton, but Peyton and Eli are going to host their own version of the Monday Night Football coverage on ESPN2, kind of the megacast. We see it do with bowl games. We see it do with Sunday Night Baseball. They've done it with others where there's kind of an alternate audio feed right and okay. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning together they're going to do 10 MNF games this upcoming sleep are you in okay so 10 games mm-hmm. this okay so each of the next three seasons yeah and if I get it here it's Peyton and Eli together alternating or anything right Peyton and Eli together and then a yeah. rotating cast of other people that will join them 100% in 100% yeah, right? in first of all Peyton Manning might be one of the best in these commercials, might be one of the best. Remember, he's hosted the ESPYs before as well. He's fantastic. So I'm all in on Peyton Manning. And then you add the brother element. You know, Emily mentioned this in uh, in our prep today. One of the best, was that a Sports Center commercial? I think it was one of the Sports Center commercials. It was. Yep. One of the best ones is Eli and Peyton. And you could just kind of see, there's obviously, Eli had kind of some dry humor. It was the little brother. So I think it's fascinating. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely all in on this one. How about you? What, what makes Peyton so good is what you hit on. Peyton's really 
charismatic. He's a good actor, too. And yeah. I know that he's not going to be acting in this because he's just going to be talking about football or whatnot, but he has a presence about him that very few athletes actually have when they're outside of their area of yeah. expertise. Like, if you take a guy that's a quarterback and you have him talk about football – He's going to know what he's talking about. But mm -hmm. it's very rare where you take a guy that's like a football player and you put him in an environment where you're doing anything other than talking about football where they seem really at ease. And Peyton Manning is one of those guys. I, I, Eli, I think, is sneaky funny too. Because he's not quite Peyton Manning, I, I think it's going to be a home run. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those things that we sign up for 10 and we get a little more and maybe it goes more mainstream than that at some point. I think it's going to come down to if they want to do it, right? Because they've been trying to get Peyton in a booth for a while. So I think it, it comes down to that. By the way, one of uh, do you remember when Patriots are playing the Giants in the uh, Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. And I remember you know, vividly – Whatever's going on on the field, they kept panning into Peyton Manning in the uh, in the suite. Do you remember how nervous he was? How, oh yeah. Like I I, I just I, I'm looking forward to this. Let's just put it that way to have those two together. But uh, I, I think it's, I think it could be entertaining. Meta wants to play for Team USA. He says he's willing to do whatever it takes, that he'll be the guy that doesn't play. He even says that he'll be the water boy if need be. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, and I don't know if we can get him to Tokyo in time, but these yeah. Olympics need a little spice. They need a little something. Let's get Meta to the Olympics as quickly as possible. This, this one or the next one, Meta should be a part of the Olympics. Yeah, let's not do that because Trey Young can't even get in. Trey Young has been <laughs> his own pitchman on Friday or last week or whatever it was, kept trying to, you know, Use examples using Isaiah Thomas not being a part of that dream team. Trey Young can't get in. If Trey can't get in, I'm sorry, Meta, this ain't the year. Yeah, look, I, we need to refigure this thing because I don't they, think anybody I, I, argues that the the United States has the best basketball players. We that mm -hmm. we have the best basketball players. We have the best league in the world. That the the players from other places, players come from Europe and South America and other places to play in this league. Okay, it's the best league. Sure, sure. Let's make the Olympics interesting. You know, I don't, I don't need to see this this dream team version 10.0 where the pieces don't really fit. Let's throw a meta in there. Let's make it fun. JaVale McGee's on the team and Trey Young's Perfect. not on the squad. <laughs> yeah, but who cares? It's the Olympics. Does, dude, dude let, let's say, let's just play this out. Let's say the Americans yeah. don't win the gold medal or don't medal. Mm -hmm. Does it change the way you feel about American basketball at all? I think they're every single year expected to win that the only conversation is if they don't win. So there will be criticism if they don't win. There will be what's going on with the team. There will be other guys. Why didn't this guy play? Why did that guy play? But ultimately, you know that you're the best team or you're the best uh, country representing basketball. What's the criticism, though, Al? You know what I mean? Like, what, 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 what would say? You should we represent your country and win. That, that's but, the criticism. You should get a gold medal in USA basketball. There's certain, there's certain sports where you're supposed to win. That should be a slam dunk. You are playing for your country, so you should, you should, um, you should get the gold. That would be the criticism. If we don't care, we don't care. You know, it, it's really hard to get fired up for something on you know strictly why, an intellectual, you know especially a sporting event. Because intellectually, you're right, right? We're the best, therefore we should go and win. Yep. And I get it. The, the, the math adds up. But the emotion of it, and sports are played as much on an emotional level as anything else. If we don't care, but you know why we, you don't we, care? We clearly, don't care. Trap, we're not you know sending why? the best guys. The players don't care. What are we doing? You don't care because they're expected to win. It's not exciting. There's no, there's no drama yeah. to this. You know. So if it was every year, there's three, four countries going back and forth. It would add more to the drama.
Tell them real quick where to find the pod. ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search Travis and Sliwa on obviously five days a week. The full two hours will be on the podcast. All right, let's hope that the Dodgers get something done out of that bullpen tonight. We'll break that all down for you tomorrow morning. It is Travis and Slee, 855 tomorrow. We will see you then.